0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to T's and TD's Post Masters Recap. David Kaplan here, joined by Brad Lewis. Brad,
1: how are you? It's the year of Scotty Scheffler. I'm very happy.
0: All right, Brad. Listen, I'm. I'm not. Look, a lot of people thought Scheffler would have a good year, right? Like we we had this conversation in January where where you you said. He's so good. He's going to get a couple of wins. I think even possibly before the masters, not only has he gotten a couple of wins before the masters, but he comes out here. He wins in Phoenix. He wins at Arnold Palmer. He wins (laughs) the match play and he comes out and wins the freaking masters. So I ask you, Brad Lewis, when you, Hopped on this incredibly popular worldwide known podcast a couple of weeks ago, months ago, and said, I think Scotty, I think Scotty's about to go on a run. Did you envision this kind of run to ask the obvious question? And if I'm going to ask that question, and if the answer is yes, then you're never coming back on the podcast again. (laughs) So the real question is just like, what do you make of this, man?
1: Right. Right. Well, I think we can all say um, that no one expected this. No I don't one. think he expected this. Not even him. Right. He, gets his, he gets on the microphone during his interviews. He's like, my goal, I didn't even get this far. Right. He's like, I just wanted to play and compete. He said it again today when he got the green jack. He's like, I, I hadn't thought about this until Friday afternoon when he, you know, took a commanding lead, but. He has improved. I think you have to look at how he did last year to where he's excelled this year. His short game is phenomenal. Him with his – I mean, I'm sure it was great years ago. I mean, he did very well as an amateur in college, but he just took it to another level after his first win. He knows how to win. He knows how to close. And now we're seeing it. When I was watch, when I was watching today and throughout the week, it went really – was interesting was when Scotty was chipping, it looked like he had this little smile on his face. Like he was excited about having a wedge in his hand. I've read that his favorite club is the 60 degree. It looked like he was using it to, you know, to to the maximum, uh, to his maximum ability. Everything was tight. He maybe had one or two chips that I saw over the course of 72 holes that were not his best like, you know, 10, 12 feet that rolled out, but at a course like this with so much contour in the greens and so slick wind, I mean, guy, guy was a chipping machine. He was a putting machine saving so many bars. Um His hundred degree shots today on seven, I think it was on seven and 14, just tucking them in right by the pin just the guy knows the guy, the guy's good. He's just really good. And no one was even close. I mean, I, we could talk about what happened on 18 at the end, but like no one was close.
0: There was something. And, and I feel like whenever we watch a major and there's a guy. So I, I was having this conversation with the, the people that I was watching in the last handful of majors. The only one where we like, really kind of weren't sure who was going to win was the U S open last year. Cause remember Ron birdies 17 and 18 to basically take the tournament. And at the end of that tournament, I mean, we're on the back nine truly with a ridiculous amount of names over there. And we're like, I, I, I genuinely was watching the U S open last year. It's where pines being like, who the heck's going to win. And Rom just comes out and kinds of takes it. When you think about the majors last year, Hideki pretty much had it under control. Uh, the PGA last year, Phil kind of had it under control. I mean, he was with, he was playing against Brooks, but, uh, you know, Phil kind of had it under control us open Rom goes out there and absolutely takes it with birdies on 17 and 18 and then morikawa kind of had it under control it felt like at, at the open there they never really felt like there was anybody that was going to challenge him and we get another major where honestly i there was just never a doubt in my mind today that scotty was going to win obviously cam smith just uh uh uh, a bunch of errors on 12 there. And we could talk about 12 in a second. Cause I'd love to get your thoughts there uh, where he makes triple, but I mean, even Scotty. So Scotty on 10 was when I was like, kind of wondering what was going to happen. Cause he short sides himself uh, with the iron shot. I'm wondering if he's going to go high with the, with the uh, high lofted wedge, he decides to go low ends up making bogey, but It was, it was an easy looking bogey. And it just, it just felt like, I think, I think the reason I tell that story is because even throughout the course of the weekend, anytime that dude made a bogey, it didn't feel like he was out of control it felt like a birdie was incredibly doable maybe it's the nature of the course maybe it's the fact that there are four par 5s and and scores are easy to come by that the sunday pin placement is always going to be easy say what you will about 12 being an incredible difficult shot but like you know i, I it just it just it just felt like there was never a moment where he was out of control this weekend and i think you know and to your point he's smiling he's laughing I just the amount of moxie out of that guy mm-hmm. was just absurd in the moment that he was in, in, in everything he needed to do to win this tournament. Granted, I, I just, I, 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 I'm so incredibly impressed by the fact that Rory and I know I'm going on a tangent here, but man, Rory, if Rory was to tell people 40 years from now, obviously Lowry makes a late birdie, but he he's like, Rory's like, yeah, I was two strokes ahead of the next guy in 2022. And Oh, by the way, Scotty freaking four putts and still wins by three Rory's like, man, what do I have to do to make, you know, to, to win the grand slam here? I just, I'm going on a tangent, but my biggest point here is that Scotty just, there was just never a doubt that he was going to win this thing throughout the whole weekend. I, I swear, I just, I felt like it it was, it was in the bag and for the moment that he's in just absolute credit to him given that he had already won three times this year. Like I, 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 I can't, I can't wrap my mind around the just amount of nachos, the amount of gusto that this guy has, throughout the weekend. It was just incredibly impressive.
1: Of course, what overcame everything this weekend was, or prior to the weekend, was Tiger, whether he was going to play or not. And if he wasn't playing, if it wasn't, you know, if he decided weeks ago, the main storyline here is Scotty coming in at number one. I think he went a little under the radar coming into this tournament, even though he had just won.
0: I said that on the preview podcast. I was like, I said, I, I, I was hesitant and I'm sorry to interrupt. I was hesitant to put Scotty on my list of guys that I thought could legitimately win, but it's like, why you can't bet against him at this point. I mean, this version of Scotty is the version of Rom that we thought we would have, where Rom yeah. is a number one guy. He's coming out, he's top 20 ing, and he's competing every single week, it seems like, uh, in the course of 2020 when he's the number one golfer in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, what a world that we're living in that Scotty is coming out and just winning these freaking tournaments, like just winning them. It's absurd.
1: It's crazy. And and to top it off, I mean, every single time he's won, besides the first time, it hasn't even been that close. I mean, you can talk about a match play, but he won the match play without even going to the 18th hole. So the the guy's good. We know he's, he's incredible. You can't bet against him. I don't know why so many people doubted him, but uh, we shouldn't have. And we know better now, hopefully we know better now for future majors that it doesn't matter where he plays because all the places he won have been so different. Yeah. Right. I mean, a short course at Austin Country Club. Um, Arnold Palmer, we know how tough that course played that that week and uh, waste management a little bit different, too. So and now the Masters where, you know, some of the best golfers in the world, best ball strikers have have. Had won so
0: yeah I was I mean I was gonna say the 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 fields are nuts I mean the fields themselves yeah. I mean I I I mean I picked Scotty to win in Phoenix and that's an great incredible call. highly emotional tournament just like right great names it's continually getting you know all these all these huge names and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he goes out there and wins it in a in a tough playoff against Patrick Cantlay, who's playing incredibly well. Mm-hmm. API, brutal conditions, borderline unfair. He's got all the names chasing him there, goes out and wins. Match play, and I'm, I'm saying this to somebody who I'm talking with today, just like the match play is such a crapshoot. Like you never know who's like Richard Bland made it out of his group. And, sure. and for him to make it two years in a row is just an indicator of incredibly quality golf.
1: <laughs>
0: and it's a world, it's the only world golf championship we have left in terms of just straight up top, whatever in the world, best players. And then the masters, like the masters, Scotty just won the masters after winning three tournaments in the last five or six weeks. Like, it's just, it's a hell of a run. I mean, it's just a nuts I, was, run. I wrote this
1: down. I mean, have we, in our lifetimes, if, as long as we've been golfing, have we ever seen anything like this? And something close to it? It's hard for—I mean, it's hard to think back. I mean, we were so young when Tiger went on his streaks, and you know, he was minus one hundred or like you know, you couldn't even get good odds on him to win uh, to win a tournament. But the only thing I can think of, and this is a stretch, is when Brooks was so dominant in that stretch of the, uh, of majors. But that was. Pretty much just the major uh, US Open PJ championship over those two years, where you couldn't, you wouldn't want to bet bet against Brooks. But this is different. This is domination every week and a meteoric rise. You talk about a guy who hadn't won a tournament and now is the number one golfer in the world, just won the Masters. We could talk about Scotty Shuffler all day. I mean, the guy is the guy just seems like a good guy too. Yeah. I mean, 25, just 25. absurd,
0: absurd.
1: Got a great hat on his shoulders. It seems like family oriented. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, well, I want to talk a little bit about the, the camp Smith thing today uh, in a little bit, if you want to get into that. Yeah.
0: Well, so let's dive into that. We've, we've done the Scotty, the Scotty moment and, it's awesome. I mean, just God bless him. Seriously, I, 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 it's incredibly impressive. We will, that, we
1: will always remember that chip on three, too. I mean, that was, that was it, Moxie. right? There. That, was the momentum. That, that thing could have, that so, thing,
0: that thing could have cruised 10 feet past the hole and he ends up making bogey. Although, would it have really mattered? You know, I, I just, that was the point where it was just like he was so in control, even when it seemed like he wasn't in control. And, and maybe that's what it takes to just be an elite golfer is that even even when you make bogey you know you're yeah. going to come back and make birdie and his moxie his his attitude everything was just on point so fully agree I felt like we saw a couple of these wide angle shots of 12 and look we know we we, we saw what happened to speed we know that you know, we saw what happened when Molinari, Finau, Brooks, all dump balls into the water in 2019 and tiger sticks it right to the green. I mean, I would just love to know what this, what this hole looks and feels like. Cause it looked based on the wide angle of the trees, it looked like there was no real wind to speak of. I mean, this whole must really just get into guys' heads and it must just be, Absolutely was, fascinating to walk onto that tee box and wonder what the heck you're supposed to do. Yeah.
1: Well, I was talking to uh, our buddy Exler cause he came and watched today. I'm like if camp Smith is out there, whoever these professional athletes are out there with no fans practice round. I mean, there's, there's no way that's going in the water. So I it's, think it's a lot of pressure. I think the pressure is a big part of it. I mean, I don't know how many balls are in the water. Like, we're in the water today. I don't know what that stat looks like, but we only saw the, we didn't see a lot of other coverage beyond, you know, the top five or six guys today, uh-huh. but uh yeah, didn't see a lot of win. but you, you, you heard afterwards when Cam was interviewed, you said it wasn't a good shot. Yeah. It was the right club. Just wasn't a good swing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bad time to have a bad swing for him. And, and, uh,
1: as a That's caddy tough. though are you telling are you telling cam go for it you need, well you know I mean, you need
0: to I, I mean at that point maybe you do, but like i mean you that you saw what Schwartzl did yesterday Schwartzl took too much club and he was in a really tough spot uh in the flower bed yesterday and so you just yeah. i mean it's such a narrow and well thought out green that you just have to be incredibly careful i mean i I'm I, this might be a hot take, but sometimes I'm like, all right, like what's the big deal about Augusta? Like what, what, you know, it's, it's incredibly wide. It's incredibly open. You can miss in a lot of different directions. Yes. It takes good iron play. A lot of good PGA tour core courses do. Um, I think Augusta just really showed its teeth this weekend, just in terms of requiring guys to make good golf shots in, in,
1: in order to win
0: this tournament. I mean,
1: even par was a top 10 score.
0: Even par was a top 10 score. Just think about the names that are at the top of this. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, and and I, we say this in our preview, but Scotty is the hottest guy in the world right now. He wins the tournament. Rory. Yes. He had a bad week last week uh, and, and missed the cut in the Valero, but he wins it, you know, wins a couple of uh, wins an event or two is just in, in good form appears back. He's in second place. Lowry's been one of the best ball strikers this year. I absolutely, you know, picked him. I'm going to hit a top 20 bet on him. Awesome for me. Super happy about that. Cam Smith wins at Kapalua wins the players. He's doing it. Morikawa almost wins the Genesis, one of the best players in the world. Zalatoris almost wins at Torrey Pines. Corey Connors always plays this course well, like, wasn't in the best form, but like, this is a good course for him, whatever. JT, a very popular pick, a guy I was very hot on. He finishes tied eighth. And then you get to Sung J Camp, Champ Schwartzel. Like, these are guys that, you know, are talented players that put it together, but they only shot j1 under cam champ even Schwartzel even and then you've got DJ will it not I mean the, the whole course course history thing just um in current form just really showed its true colors and just I mean credit to augusta for just like proving love to be what that they golf did of course
1: I love what they did like we talked about I know you talked about beforehand the changes uh extending 15 makes it such a it's not a guaranteed birdie anymore. What they I mean, say, zero
0: that, zero eagles. Zero eagles
1: would be four. You can make an eagle on thirteen, you know, maybe Sorry, a 15 birdie on 14, yeah, and a and a birdie at minimum on fifteen, and, and come back and and get in the mix. But we didn't see a lot of that. Um, <laughs> besides the the Morikawa McIlroy magic, I mean, we didn't see a lot of eagles out there today.
0: That was an amazing so, statistic that those guys were 30, 13 under and yeah. the rest of the field. I mean, just what a freaking show those guys put on today.
1: You knew when they were saying something unbelievable happened, it had to be that. Uh, and yeah. how about where he was like aiming?
0: Fascinating. Fascinating. The different lines that they took on those, right. on those. Well, we shots. know
1: Colin if he doesn't jar that it's, it's not a good chip. It's both not both
0: of them. One. I mean, I Rory's if, I mean, Rory's died Rory's into the hole a little bit, but just amazing just amazing Andy just April, a great, Rory, great tournament Rory.
1: yeah just i mean we love rory's, it for. rory's round was spectacular i mean mm-hmm. anyone who shoots a 64 is great but doing it on sunday at augusta is incredible and when you when you saw he was on 10 i don't know if you saw this he was like beyond the hole it just rolled by and he i think he chipped in on 10 Um, or had a long lag putt that went in. Mm -hmm. If that's what we're going to see from Rory, where he stripes it so well, of course, we know he could crush it. But uh, we start seeing him uh, improve around the greens and with his wedges and irons. It's exciting. St. Andrews could be a good spot for him. It could be an interesting year. So I'm happy to see that he's back in the mix because we kind of forget about him. I know it's hard to forget about such a good player, but he so hasn't Tiger, really done it.
0: So, Tiger's already committed to the open, which is really exciting. Um, yeah. We don't need to spend a lot of time on this, but just curious kind of any Tiger thoughts you want to share? Mm-hmm.
1: I was tired after watching tiger as <laughs>
0: hot take, hot take, ease. hot take alert. We, we like medium takes on the, uh, on the T's and TD's podcast, but yeah, I was ahead.
1: tired for him. I was tired for him. I, I know he was grinding out there the last two days mm-hmm. and S- seeing the joy you were tired.
0: You were tired for tiger. You were not tired of tiger. Is that, is no, it, are we no. understanding that?
1: I, I may have used the incorrect preposition. Okay. I was tired <laughs> for tiger. Yeah. I never would be tired of tiger. Okay. Anytime good, tiger's good. in a tournament, you have so many more people watching and interested, including myself. I'm a huge tiger fan. But, um, besides that great putty hat on 16 on day one, where you're like, <laughs> is there going to be some magic this weekend? You know, he wasn't really, and it started off, you know, with number one on the uh, number one, the first few holes he struggled with. Mm -hmm. I think it was Friday. Um, And he he, he hung around and then battled back, but uh, St. Andrews is going to be a a great course for him. And he's going to have two and a half or around two months to prepare his legs looked like pretty good. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he was battling, but
0: look, his, um,
1: he hadn't played a competitive round of golf in so long,
0: which is nuts. I mean, I think that's the most impressive part of it is, is we can take, we can take a lot from his Thursday round and, and truly, I mean, his putting was really bad this weekend. Some of his ball striking wasn't the best, but, you know, for the purposes, for the exercise of him playing Augusta, I thought it was a pretty good performance and we can, you know, this, this isn't going to be a guy. I mean, he's, he's going to play five five or six golf tournaments a year for the rest of his life. I mean, I think it's going to be the big ones. Maybe he wins one or two for the rest of his career, probably not a major in my mind, but yeah. I just like, you know, the version of him that we're getting, I mean, honestly, credit to him for getting out there and doing it truly. I, I, I think, I think there 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 was a lot of reasons why he should have said, "Look, I I'm not going to compete out here and whatever." But he he went out, he tried, he did it, and I think he look. And I said this on the preview podcast with Jack. It was like I I I was worried he wasn't going to survive, and here we are talking about him having a good day on day one, and uh, you know working himself into not not as many. Places are as tough of a walk as Augusta is, so for him to to you know do it when he was fresh on day one, hopefully this is just a sign that he can build himself back up into, um, you know, a competitive tournament golfer at least in, for the next five or six years, playing in tournaments that you know are are impressive fields that he thinks he can be competitive in, and I think he maybe gets one or two more. Hopefully a major. I mean that'd be awesome, but you know if Phil can win yeah. it, if Phil can win at fifty sure. Absolutely. Tiger can, can win a handful more, uh, before he's 50. So I just think it's awesome.
1: It is awesome. And he made the cut. Yeah. We'll see him over the weekend. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, I do want to talk. This is a little off topic, but I think it's an important topic. on it. Did you notice we're going to switch gears. I know we don't usually talk about Fashion and apparel on the show. <laughs> did you yeah. notice how many players were wearing teal over the week?
0: So full disclosure, very colorblind. Um yeah. so teal okay. teal teal
1: is like a mix of blue and green. I know There's is that kind of what
0: Scotty was wearing today?
1: This is mm, gonna be great I radio, was,
0: by the way. Yeah, go dark ahead. Dark blue. Okay. Um,
1: it was what Brooks wore Thursday. He wore this like teal okay. shirt. Tiger wore okay. it on Friday. Joaquin Neiman wore it Friday. I think
0: Finao was wearing like a navy, uh, like a tealish, navyish, bluish type of deal. I think on Friday.
1: I think there were a lot of people who had um, various opinions on Finao's Saturday look. It was interesting. There was like some elbow pads. They were pink <laughs> and brown female's
0: always willing to wear uh whatever so uh, Long- okay we don't need to get we want
1: to say the teal was was a um i think nike might be doing something with, with like trying to get teal out there because it was everywhere and i only bring that up because i have been wearing teal i love <laughs> teal i've been wearing it for for years i think i started the, the teal trend
0: okay
1: so <laughs> Um, I just wanted to to acknowledge that that's going to be a color you'll see a lot more of, hopefully.
0: Dear Nike, Brad owns teal signed T's and TDs podcast. All right, we fabulous. need some sponsorships.
1: I-, <laughs> I know that's towards the end of the podcast, yeah, but it's, I wanted it's break definitely
0: out. if anybody has listened to this far, just know that Brad Brad's trying to own a color, a color of the uh, the spectrum, the color spectrum. God bless you. Thank you. Lewis. I really appreciate you joining the T's and TD's podcast. Uh, good, good little master's recap. Good little chatter. Power to Scotty. Looking forward to seeing the and, next tournament. And guess, guess
1: what Scotty's favorite course is. He said in an interview a couple years ago, what is his favorite course? What is it? Southern Hills. So there you have it.
0: Victor was going to be the popular pick for that one. And now we're, uh, we're just living in a world where uh, look, I, I, from a gambling perspective, Scotty, I mean, Scotty is a number one that is going to command the number one position just in terms of being a favorite and the market hasn't caught up to him yet. So it's going to be interesting to see if it happens now, this is unsustainable. He's not going to win this many tournaments going forward, but damn, if he's not a force to be reckoned with and damn, if he's not going to be the favorite for the next two or three months, uh, unless he just starts faltering in a very, compelling kind of way. So it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be fun to watch. Um, Just excited to be here. Here we go. This is what we do it for. Brad Lewis, David Kaplan, T's and TDs. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody have a good night. Appreciate it.